to Rejoicing Heart Ministries. We hope everyone is having a great day. This is Rob and Donna Litwin here to encourage you with the Word of God. Today we have a teaching about understanding the salvation Jesus gave you. Our reading is from Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Today's teaching is called Salvation 101. This verse was written by Moses. Moses was writing about the sixth day of creation when God created man. God spoke everything into existence, but here he said, Let us make or create man in our own image or in our likeness. Where it says, Let us, the us in this verse is speaking of more than one, which is a clear reference to the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. After God created man, he gave men dominion over all the earth, which gave man authority over everything that was created. This first man's name was Adam. God gave Adam one commandment, which is written in Genesis chapter 2, verses 16 and 17. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in that day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Then God said, It is not good for Adam to be alone. So God took a rib from Adam while he was in a deep sleep and created Eve. This is the exact point where God said marriage is clearly between a man and a woman. Genesis chapter 2 verse 24 says it clearly. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. This is truly what marriage is all about. After this, we come to the serpent in the Garden of Eden, which spoke to Eve to deceive her into eating fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We know that Satan was working through the serpent because John chapter 8 verse 44 quotes Jesus saying, The devil is a liar, the father of all lies. Since Adam and Eve submitted to the lie of the serpent, who ultimately is the devil, they surrendered all the dominion that was given to them to the devil. The letter of Paul to the Romans, chapter 6, verse 16, explains it this way. Know ye not, that to whom ye yield yourselves, servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death, or of obedience unto righteousness. Adam and Eve yielded themselves to Satan, and gave all the authority and dominion to him. Of course, because you know that God knew all of this would happen to his creation, he had a plan to give it all back to us, because he loves us. It was not a simple task where he would just control everything and make it happen. God had to make our salvation come through a man, because the dominion and authority was given to a man first before it was surrendered to Satan. For perspective, many people read the book of Job and think that God caused all this suffering to Job, or God allowed Satan to afflict Job, although it is true that God allowed this to happen. This book was written about Job, who was a perfect man to show everyone that Satan already had power to afflict Job but didn't know he had that power. Job was not under any law like the commandments given to Moses and the people of Israel, but he still faithfully offered sacrifices to God daily for his family, just in case they were doing something wrong. Job's afflictions came from Satan, because Satan had the authority to do it. The reason Satan could not kill Job is because Job did not sin. James chapter 1 verse 15 says that sin brings forth death. So if Job was perfect from God's perspective, in Job chapter 1 verse 8, sin and or Satan did not have the authority to kill him. This gives you insight into Satan's power in this world. 
Jesus was quoted speaking about the thief, which is the devil, in John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief comes not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But God had a perfect plan for our salvation. He gave it back to us through Jesus. This is written in Revelation chapter 13, verse 8. God had a plan for Jesus from the foundation of the world. This was not as simple as just sending Jesus and having him take the authority back. It had to be completed in a way that everyone would be empowered to receive it. First, Jesus needed to come through a virgin birth. Looking back into Genesis, everyone knows about Noah and the flood. God brought this flood over the earth to destroy the wickedness of the world. But it is very possible that this flood also preserved the ability for Jesus to be born of a virgin so he could come into the world. Genesis chapter 6 verse 5 tells how bad it was at that time. Genesis chapter 6 verse 5 says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. God's perfect plan for our salvation was put into motion from day one of creation. Throughout the word of God, God spoke through prophets and used the Old Testament law to create a perfect plan for Jesus to fulfill his purpose for fallen man. Jesus told you that he laid down his life for you in the gospel according to John chapter 10 verse 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. And Jesus, by perfecting the law, dying on the cross and rising again, enabled all people that believe in Jesus to receive God's salvation, which returns all power and dominion back to us. Jesus spoke of himself having all power in the gospel according to Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. What you must know about this salvation that Jesus provided you is that the devil has no power against you as long as you know what you have through the name of Jesus. Everything that Jesus received by his obedience, death, and resurrection, we receive too by believing in him. Because Romans chapter 8 verse 17 says we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Joint heirs means that we have the same authority Jesus has because of his name. This is written in Philippians chapter 2 verse 9. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. With the name of Jesus, we have the same power by faith in his name. Other verses about the blessings we receive through Jesus are Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And Deuteronomy chapter 28. Verses 1 through 14 is a list of blessings that we receive because of Jesus' obedience. This information is not inclusive of everything the Holy Bible says about creation, God's plan, and Jesus' salvation to believers. But remember that everything in the Holy Bible, from cover to cover, is written about Jesus. The information here is a very good place for you to seriously consider your own future as it pertains to eternity. If you have never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or if you don't know how to receive Jesus, Romans chapter 10 verse 9 tells you how to make Jesus your personal Lord and Savior. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Confess Jesus right now. Repeat this prayer. Jesus, I believe that you have fulfilled your divine purpose by dying on the cross and rising again to bring me salvation which includes forgiveness of all my sins, eternal life in heaven, 
with you and all heavenly spiritual blessings right here, right now. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Father, thank you for your perfect plan to give us salvation through Jesus. Bless everyone hearing this message today to receive Jesus into their heart. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Thank you for listening to Rejoicing Heart today. If this teaching has blessed you, please consider becoming a monthly partner to help us increase the ways we are proclaiming the Word of God. This is easy to do. Just visit our website at rejoicingheart.net. We thank you for your support. We leave you with more encouragement from the Apostle Paul from Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice.